Upon hearing about the war on drugs, many of us in medicine immediately become skeptical. Same old, same old, nothing seems to change. Yet this week and this year, there have been new healthcare codes for drug screening and intervention that have been introduced. Can these new efforts make a difference? You are listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Our guest today is Dr. Bertha Madras, who serves as the Deputy Director of Demand Reduction in the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy. Prior to this government post, she was Professor of Psychobiology in the Department of Psychiatry at Harvard Medical School. She is an expert on drug addiction and has authored over 130 papers and book chapters, as well as receiving 16 patents. Welcome, Dr. Madras. We are pleased to have you on the show. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. So what can you tell us about the new codes for drug screening and intervention? Well, the new codes, there are two different sets of codes. One are HCPCS Level 2 codes, which are the Medicaid codes, which became effective January of 07. And these codes are targeted towards routine screening and brief interventions in healthcare settings. They're critical because here's the issue. Here are the problems. As of our latest national survey on drug use and health, which is 06, it was released September of 07, 95% of people who have a diagnosable abuse addiction problem are unaware that they have it. And they don't show up. They don't ask for help, and they don't get help because they don't even think they've got a problem. That's a big, big public health issue. Just because the physician knows that they have a problem, and even if the patient shows up, doesn't necessarily mean that the patient will take the doctor's word for it. So how do you respond to that? That's an excellent question. So let me respond with, first of all, a rhetorical question. How many physicians in medical school are actually trained to know how to ask the questions appropriately in a non-judgmental way, and how many are trained to know what to do once they get an affirmative response? And that number is vanishingly low because there are evidence-based, manualized, protocol-driven methods to question patients as well as on how to intervene to get very positive responses. And that is simply not part of medical school training for the vast majority of medical students in our country or in residencies or in CMEs. And that's, that's an issue because if you just ask a patient, so are you drinking too much, that is going to most likely draw a negative response. A single question that says, when was the last time you had five or more drinks, can begin to draw a person into a more comfortable situation. And then applying questionnaires like audit, assist, DAS, there's so many, we cannot endorse one over the other. But these can be done electronically or on, on a written questionnaire, which leads to a score. And once a score is derived... That score gives you a sense of whether or not the person is at risk, is using substances problematically, is abusing, or is in fact addicted. And that score can lead to what we call brief intervention. That brief intervention can be administered by a physician or a preventionist or an assistant within the office 
in emergency departments, in trauma centers, in prenatal care clinics. And that brief intervention has been shown to be significantly effective. What is a brief intervention? A brief intervention takes the score that a person generates and says, your score is in this range, which puts you at risk for problems and consequences. And then you ask the patient themselves to describe in their own words, what are the consequences they, they have had so far from abusing alcohol or illicit drugs or prescription drugs, which is a growing problem in our country, and then asking them whether or not they would like to reduce these consequences. In other words, the burden becomes more on the patient self-describing their problems and becoming more and more aware of them rather than wagging the finger and having a judgmental interaction and discourse with a patient. And once you enlist the patient's cooperation by having them recognize consequences, then you begin to develop a systematic way, course of action on how to reduce the problem by developing a game plan with them. If you have just joined us, you are listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Benson, and my guest is Dr. Bertha Madras, Deputy Director of Demand Reduction in the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy. Today we are discussing the newly released healthcare codes for screening and intervention. You had mentioned that the codes uh, apply to Medicaid. Is there another set of codes for Medicare or private insurers? Yes. Well, I, I may be jumping the gun a bit prematurely, but the CPT board of the American Medical Association considered codes comparable to the Medicaid codes in their February meeting, and a relative value unit for these codes were, in fact, discussed and approved uh, subsequently. Will this uh, apply to Medicare as well? The uh, CPT codes, in fact, apply to Medicare as well, yes. For our listeners, Medicaid already has a set of codes. Yes. And the CPT codes have new codes for screening for drug abuse or substance abuse and intervention. And intervention, which parallels the Medicaid codes. Another big concern, which probably is speculative at this point is, but will health insurance companies, third-party payers other than Medicare and Medicaid, pay for these screening and intervention codes? We think they, a lot of them will, and I'll give you the reasons. We've had discussions with our federal insurers that insure federal employees, and there is a high level of enthusiasm for these codes. Number one. Number two, we are beginning discussions with private insurers that are not focused on federal employees. And their two questions to us were, are there codes for it? And we said, we hope there will be. We will know very shortly. And the second question is, what about performance measures for implementing these codes? And the AMA, in fact, their physician consortium, is taking on performance measures for screening and brief intervention this fall. We just received a letter saying that this is going to be one of their discussion topics. 
Can you elaborate a little bit on what your office has in mind for performance measures? Well, performance measures will be decided by the physicians who are on this team, and the majority of them will represent a wide swath of physicians, but it will be driven by the American Psychiatric Association in their National Committee of Quality Assurance. So they're going to convene a work group, and essentially what they will do is is set standards for effective screening as well as effective brief interventions. If you have just joined us, you are listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Benson, and my guest is Dr. Bertha Madras, Deputy Director of Demand Reduction in the White House Office of National Drug Control Policy. Today we are discussing the newly released health care codes for screening and intervention. From your last statement, I gather that these codes will generally be considered under mental health issues. Is that correct? These codes are evaluation and management, not mental health, and that's really critical. Well, it is because a lot of our patients uh, with third-party carriers have very, very reduced coverage for mental health issues. These are E&M codes, so they can be applied by any physician or anybody under the supervision of a physician in the country. And that's that's a critical issue. They are not restricted to mental health codes. Well, I know, for instance, depression can also be used as a diagnosis for E&M codes, but for depression, again, the benefits are very limited. So you're saying that the drug screening and intervention won't be limited by the same constraints on mental health in general? There is a value that's assigned for the screening in terms of the amount of time that's spent as well as how much will be reimbursed for it. And there's a value assigned for the brief intervention in terms of how much time can be spent on it and what the reimbursable guidelines will be. So you know, in terms of relative value, all of these issues, they have been predetermined by the RUC committee of the AMA, and they've been predetermined in terms of time by the CPT board. The intriguing piece about this, and I'm not sure that many people in healthcare professions are aware of this, but brief interventions can be very effective for a fairly long period of time without repeated treatment, without prolonged treatment, especially for people who are not in the addictive phase of their substance use. Is there a website that perhaps you could suggest or several websites for those in our audience who would like to learn a little bit more about brief intervention? The uh, SAMHSA, Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration, has a website that's The acronym for it is SBIRT, which is Screening, Brief Intervention, Referral to Treatment. That's a good place to go. But there are multiple websites that offer the screening questionnaires, offer the algorithms for the brief interventions. And the next one that I would recommend is the NIAAA, the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. And they have a wonderful website specifically targeted to this. And the algorithm that they use for brief interventions can be applied to illicit drugs as well. The reason we focus on both is that there is no question that people at risk 
for alcohol abuse and risky and problematic use also have a very high incidence of illicit drug use. So the take-home message here is that there are new screening codes that are available now for Medicaid and new screening codes for both screening and brief intervention for substance abuse that will probably be approved in the very near future and published in the CPT manual. That's correct. I want to thank Dr. Bertha Madras, who has been our guest. We have been discussing new tactics, specifically new codes for screening and intervention in the war on drugs. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Benson. You have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We would really like to hear from you. For comments and questions about this program or suggestions for other shows, send your email to xm at reachmd.com. Be safe. Be informed. Thank you for listening.